You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 124 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Uh, we'll go ahead and start the show the same way we do every week. That's by jumping into the breakdown. The breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in World Rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So I'll go ahead and start the breakdown off, start the show off by saying I really did not want to miss last week. Um, I was very happy with the momentum that we were closing out 2021 with, and I know I was going to spill over into the start of 2022, but then I tested positive for COVID, unfortunately. It wasn't a huge deal. My symptoms were pretty mild, uh, and the good thing is over the last year, I've invested you know, a decent chunk of money and time into you know getting my home studio, air quotes, set up. I want to be able to do this wherever I'm at. And I was prepared to put out a show last week. And I was, you know, I wasn't going to let the COVID stop me from putting out a show and kind of going about my regular business as I'm stuck at home in my room. Uh, but unfortunately, I left my hard drive with all my podcast stuff on it at the office. So that's every interview I've done the last two years. All the, you know, the music, uh, the sound effects, all that stuff. Couldn't do it without that. So fortunately, I had to miss a week. But good news is my isolation period's over. I'm feeling good. So we're getting back into it. Uh, we got a good show for everybody today, and I hope that you enjoy it. And like I said, just ready to put it behind me, ready to, to move into the new year on, on a positive foot. So here we go. Uh, so starting off the breakdown with some the news piece, I guess, I guess the biggest piece of news I want to talk about um, is that MLR, you know, they've reported. Preseason is officially underway. Every team reported on Monday. So I'm sure you've seen on social media, they're all doing their preseason stuff. They're practicing. They're going through their camps. Uh, they're moving around, getting with the team, learning stuff. Uh, because if you didn't know, the season starts in less than a month. Season officially starts on Saturday, February 5th, so that's less than a month from today, Thursday the 6th, as I'm recording this. So you'll see some preseason matches and some stuff popping up here soon. One of the things I like about MLR is that they, you know every team is kind of allowed to do whatever they want for the preseason. They can play whoever they want. They can go about their business however they want. And I think that's kind of cool. You will see a couple MLR teams play each other, I'm sure. It's kind of been the case. I know two years ago. They did a little tournament type of thing in Vegas. 
Um, year before that, it was a couple teams traveling around playing each other. But for the most part, teams kind of play whoever they want. I think that's cool. You know, see, uh, the Seattle Seawolves a couple of years ago played Tasman Mako from New Zealand. It's cool to get a couple of guys up from New Zealand, obviously see the, the setup and now, th- uh, you know, just a chance to play against a team from another country. Um, I think that's cool. But you'll see a lot of teams play high-level club teams, stuff like that. That's one thing I said like I like about MLR. I like that it's kind of up to whatever, you know, the team decides. And I hope it stays that way for a while because I do think that's kind of a unique thing. You get, you know, these teams coming in might not get a chance to play against professional setup. This is a chance for them to kind of test their skills and um, just something I like. One of the unique things of sports, I think that sports need to stay unique in some ways, not to be so uniformed all the time. So hopefully that's the same. So keep your eyes peeled for a couple of those preseason fixtures in the next few weeks. And then, like I said, season officially starts on Saturday, February 5th. So obviously we'll be keeping our eye on that. We'll do something fun around that as the season gets closer. Um, yeah, so I guess the, net, the last thing I want to talk about in the breakdown, just what's going on with the American Raptors. So as for the Raptors, I've heard a couple of different things about the potential um, direction their spring season will go, but nothing is official yet. So uh, one thing I can't say is I do know that the players will report for the season on February 1st. So if you were wondering whether or not maybe the American Raptors team plays one of these MLR teams for a preseason match, doesn't look likely because there's no players yet. They're, the team's not here. So till February 1st, and then by that time it will be obviously way too late with the season less than a week away. But that's what I know about the American Raptors so far. I know they're recruiting, so expect to see a lot of new faces, hear a lot of new people in interviews and whatnot. We'll track those people down. Um, but it should be a good, you know, mix of, of guys that have been here for the last three seasons and uh, a new new batch of guys. So it'll be fun when we get into that. Like I said, uh, they'll report February 1st, so we'll be a little bit further behind than some of this other stuff going on. So we'll enjoy the last month of, of calm before the storm again, um, and it'll be a good time. So kind of does it for the breakdown. Like I said, not too much news. We're still in this quiet period until things really get rolling here in the next couple of weeks. So we'll go ahead and jump into all the rugby you could watch this weekend. In the premiership, we got Bristol Bears versus Sale Sharks on Friday at 12.45 p.m. We've got Harlequins versus Exeter Chiefs on Saturday at 8 a.m. Newcastle Falcons versus Northampton Saints on Saturday at 8 a.m. Saracens versus Gloucester on Saturday at 8 a.m. Wasps versus Leicester Tigers on Sunday at 8 a.m. Bath versus Worcester Warriors on Sunday at 8 a.m. Can catch all of those matches on Peacock. The Allianz Premier 15 rolls on this weekend. We've got Bristol Bears women versus Gloucester Hartbury Women's RFC on Saturday at 5.30 a.m. Wasps FC Ladies versus Loughborough Lightning on Saturday at 6.30 a.m. Sale Sharks Women versus Exeter Chiefs Women on Saturday at 7 a.m. Saracens Women versus DMP Durham Sharks on Sunday at 7 a.m. And Harlequins women versus Worcester Warriors women on Sunday at 8 a.m. Watch all those matches on Premier15s.com. And finally, oh, I guess there's two things left. United Rugby Championship, we got Edinburgh versus Cardiff Blues on Saturday at 8 a.m. Glasgow Warriors versus Ospreys on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Munster versus Ulster on Saturday at 12.35 p.m. You can catch all three of these matches on URC.tv. And then finally, uh, we got the brand new Japan Rugby League One 
Sounds like the Rugby Network will stream two live matches per week, and they will be available to watch after the fact as well. I think it just has to clear a 24-hour period, so you can check some of that out this weekend on the Rugby Network. Remember, that's free. Uh, it's MLR streaming service, so all that stuff's free. You just got to make an account. That should be a fun one to watch, uh, so check that out. That does it for all the rugby you can watch this weekend. I'm pretty sure. I know there's a lot more, but I don't think you can watch it here. Uh, but if I miss something, let me know. We're going to jump in the interview portion of the show now. This interview is brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouth guard revolution with American-made mouth guards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit guardlab.com. Pumped to have Casey McDermott I back on the show. I know I've had Casey on a couple different times, but uh, this time was was pretty relevant since Casey just signed with the Austin Gilgronies. Um, he was a, one of the guys I was here from the very beginning you know, in terms of the Exos and the Raptors, he came to that camp back in November 2020, you know, kind of the first assembly of the Exos. He's just stuck around since then. He's gotten a lot better. You can tell uh, as the, the months and stuff have gone on, he's really settled back into playing some rugby. He's a guy that's played rugby before. He's from New Zealand, um, but he played college football at TCU, kind of played everywhere on the offensive line, defensive line, fullback, tight end, uh, wherever they needed him. He filled in. He was a utility man. Um, because of that, he, he earned an opportunity with the Seattle Seahawks. I think he made a rookie mini camp. I think he's talked about that on one of the last appearances that he come on. Because I've had him on the show a couple times now. Um, but I like Casey a lot. Wanted to get him on to talk about his signing with the Austin Gilgronies and just the Uruguay tour and all this different stuff. Because it was a lot did happen from the time I had him on at the beginning of the season. He, he banged up his wrist a little bit. Uh, I think I jinxed him as I, I talked about in the interview. Um, but, uh, but I really did enjoy my conversation with Casey. I'll miss seeing him around every day. Um, but I know I'll keep in touch and I'll catch him. I'll go down to Austin, catch a match. I know I've I've said that quite a bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I got a lot of travel plans, obviously, in the spring. Now with my super COVID immunity, it shouldn't really be a problem. With that introduction, let's go kick it to my conversation with former American Raptors number eight and current Austin Gilgroni, Casey McDermott Vi. All right, now we welcome back onto the show, American Raptors eight man, and now one of the newest members of the Austin Gilgronies, Casey McDermott Vi. Casey, how's it going, man? I don't, I think man, you might be one of the top, I think maybe second or third person in the three appearance club on the show. <laughs> that's awesome. That's good to hear. That, that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Uh, so I guess, first of all, Casey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Um, back home for the holidays, uh, rest the body up a little bit. Um, just hit the reset button for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and then, um, yeah, I head back to, uh, Austin to work, uh, for get ready for preseason, but yeah, everything's going well. It's good, man. It's been a busy couple of weeks for you, right? Take, take me through, I guess, this last month after you get back from Uruguay. Yeah. Got back from Uruguay, uh, signed with the Austin Gilgronis before, um, the tour in Uruguay. Um, and, uh, they just told me, Hey, you know, congrats on signing. We want you here for our pre preseason. I'm basically just install, get, get, get to know the team. Um, you know, just, um, basically just come here, come early for install. And, um, so yeah, got, uh, right after I got back from Uruguay, um, came straight to Austin and we started preseason, um, for three weeks and it was pretty good. Really good. Honestly, learned a lot. I'm kind of glad I came early just to get um to learn that uh I'll attack and defense and just get to know the guys around the coaching staff so it was pretty a pretty awesome three weeks that's good man i know that's it's 
been a kind of a whirlwind. I was just looking back, like it's been a whirlwind of a of a year for you, right? Like if you look back all the way when I first met you, right, at that first XO camp in November 2020, you said you were doing what? You're working like a sales job in Tennessee? Uh sales job in North Carolina. Charlotte, oh, North yep. Carolina, sorry, I, I get them mixed up. Uh so I mean, you know, if you look at that, like did you ever think you you'd play professional rugby? Like was that even on your radar? Dude, no. I mean, it's funny that you said that. I was actually talking to a couple of my friends about it last night. Like, um, when when we were in Uruguay, you know, I was just sitting there just kind of like um, thinking about a year ago. Like, I've never thought I'd be in Uruguay, you know, never thought I'd be touring, never thought I'd be playing professional rugby. I always knew something about – I always knew, like, I want to get back into rugby, but I just yeah. didn't know how I'll get back into it. And it's just crazy how – you know, one year can change your whole entire life, you know, just playing, playing football and getting back to playing rugby and just being in places that I never thought I would be. And now I'm in Austin. Like, it's just it's, it's, it's such, it's such an awesome experience so far. I know, man. I'm, I've been working on this thing. I'm thinking of putting it out this week, so this show will probably come out after it. But uh, the first day of the that crossover camp back in November was November, I think, 19th. Uh, 2020 and if you look at November 19 2021 that's when you were playing your last match against Uruguay that was like the last match of the tour so even like right. looking at it and that that's insane like you look at guys yeah. like you know Jilin uh, and uh, I'm trying to think who else like Daytuan um, and I know Daytuan has played a little rugby before but like a lot of those guys are still here from that first camp and then they're playing like you know their second of two matches against Uruguay a, just literally a, a year later right that's crazy. It's crazy. Man. It blows my mind. It's, yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how's it, how do you like being back in Texas? You like it? Dude, I'm 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 grateful. Honestly, I'm really really glad I'm back. There's no snows. Not cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, the food's good. All my all my friends are here. Uh, no, I'm just grateful to be back. Honestly, uh, I'm grateful to be back where everything all started for me from my career. So it's awesome to be back. That's cool, man. It's been, I mean, it's kind of been Texas weather here in Colorado this year. We haven't got any, any snow yet. I know it's a little bit, a little bit cooler here, a few more days out, out of the year, but this winter has been a little different. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. I heard it, I heard it snow there a couple of weeks ago, right? Like last month, maybe? Yeah. It's nothing. Like uh, we time. got, we got a snow. Yeah. Two or three weeks ago, but that was it. And it was gone by lunchtime, which is how right, it goes right. here, oh. man. So how'd the, yeah, fall, exactly. how, How'd the fall season go for you? I know you got a little bit banged up, but you toughed it out. Yeah. You, had, you had a good season. You scored scored a nice try against Uruguay in that last match. <laughs> I was watching that yeah, on the computer. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, my season, you know, um, started up pretty started up pretty good. Uh, I think, and then I think week three, I kind of hurt my wrist, and that kind of sent me back for two weeks. But um, after those two weeks, I mean, just came back. I knew how to fight back, and just you know, can't let these injuries. Uh, can't let these injuries, you know, hold me back a little bit, send me back. Um, but, yeah, just did really well, honestly. I mean, there were some areas where I needed to improve on, but that's the whole point of playing rugby. You know, every game you learn from those mistakes and you go back on the field again and kind of work on those things and get better at it. So, yeah, it was really good, honestly. Um, not a bad season. I mean, I, I, I mean, there's some areas that I knew I could have been better at, but, I mean, you know, just striding and learning and, continue to be the best rugby player I can be so it was awesome great season with the boys yeah that's good I think I jinxed you man I think right before I think right before you hurt your wrist you came on the show and we we're talking about how you're you know staying healthy and enjoying it and I think that next weekend you got hurt 
Yeah, I know. Me. It was a freak. <laughs> I know. No, it was a freak accident. And I remember the play pretty well. We, we yeah. were playing uh, the Utah Bees, whatever. And um, it was like the 60th minute. Like, it was like 20 minutes ago. And I remember I was in the outside channels and I was running and I offloaded the ball to Auto and my wrist just went down pretty hard on that turf. And I knew something was wrong, but I, I mean, it was nothing too bad. I mean, it was something where I just had to sit back and just let it heal on its own and kind of like not put any contact and pressure on it. So it was, it was not bad, but um, yeah, that's hilarious that you said that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad you're back to, you know, feeling good and, and getting to play some more. That's always good, man. Uh, did you have Absolutely. a favorite moment from this fall season? It was pretty busy, right? Like I was looking back at this stuff, played a quite a few, you know, play a lot of rugby between Aspen and, uh, yeah. you know, rugby town sevens and, you know, mm -hmm. I think was it seven matches, you know, maybe, maybe less than that. It was around seven to 10 matches though, on top of all that other stuff. Did you have a favorite mo yeah. memory? Honestly, I think my favorite, I mean, every moment I had there with those guys was, was my favorite moment, but I will say, I think my favorite moment so far in that season, of the boys was probably in Uruguay. Honestly, mm -hmm. we had so much fun in Uruguay. Um, just experiencing a new country, you know, being there in a new environment was awesome. And um, just super glad that, super, super grateful, honestly, to be, travel there and do all that stuff. And I think just being able to go to Uruguay for those for those two weeks and a half we were there was probably the best moment I've had the boys, you know, getting to know the boys more, um, just going out with the boys, just experiencing a different country, different atmosphere and playing different teams. And just like I'm um, hearing stories from the Uruguay guys, too, about how they took up with their rugby career and just that bonding we had with those guys was awesome. So just shows, you know, traveling international is, is such an awesome experience to have. Um, so that's something I'll, I will forever be, forever be grateful for and um, forever have good memories about that too. So, I mean, that shows you like, I want to go back and keep traveling international, you know, meet new guys, yeah. meet new city um, and just have fun with the boys. And it was, it was an awesome, awesome tour. Yeah, man. I know it was fun for even the, the little bit I was there. Uh, and, and I mean, on top of that, you know, you're talking about having all this fun and stuff, but you also like you guys played very well, right? Played, mm -hmm. you, you know, played very well in that in that scrimmaging so square of us, and then that first match against Uruguay, uh, the scoreline speaks for itself. But even in that last match that uh, that you dropped, you know, it was it was close, right? And it was just like a little bit yeah. sluggish of a start, but the second half you really turned it on and you know made mm -hmm. made a run at winning that match. So I guess was. I guess the question I'm trying to ask is like, did that surprise you? Like, what did you kind of guys? I guess what you know going into that tour of the the level of competition you were gonna be playing, and I guess just you know how how did you guys play so well? Like, was that a surprise to you? Um, at first, you know, coming into Uruguay, we kind of knew these guys, you know, had more rugby experience than us, you know, and that some of these guys been playing rugby their whole entire lives. So that was the one thing that kind of like wore me a little bit was you know where's the level of uh, I going to this game but we, you know we knew like going in like we're not just going to go in and like you know just play two-hand touch rugby like this yeah. is going to be an aggressive battle you know it's going to be a heavyweight fight and um yeah going into those first two games we kind of knew like the expectations that we we had to to prove you know like mm -hmm. we represent um glendale we represent um america and we re we represent you know our family and our coaching staff so um, so yeah, so going into that game, man, it was, was awesome. And, you know, there was a lot of things that we, 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 there was a lot of things that, you know, we learned from each game and, you know, some, some of the things were, they had a pretty good scrum. And I think 
I'll, I'll, I'll say 80% of the time we kind of kill them in scrums, you know? Right. Um, but other than that, it was such a good experience to have because we learned from them and they learned from us. So it was awesome. Right. I think one thing I've known, I mean, going through all the matches that you guys have played in these last, you know, year now, uh, no, nobody ever really has your number. You know, you're, you're always right there. You're always in the mix. I don't think I would have to, you know, Rugby Town 7's withstanding. That was a little bit different of a beast. I don't think you, you've you lost by more than 10 points, right? So Yeah, um, exactly. That's, that's got to be nice knowing, like, you know, no matter what, we're always going to keep it close. We're always going to, you know, make a run at it. And I think uh, that had to have played a little bit of a part, I think, in that tour as well. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it was fun to watch, man. It was. I felt the same way when I went down to New Orleans with you guys for the first match. I felt like going into it, I felt nervous. I was like, I don't really know what's going to happen. I just, you know, I just wanted to kind of see what was going to happen. And then, you know, both times it's just been, you know, you, you, you feel each other out. It's just like any, any game, right? You feel it out and see what happens. And then, you know, when, when it's all said and done, you won both of them. So it's fun to be a part exactly. of, man. It's been fun to watch since the very beginning. Uh, it's cool to see you get this opportunity with Austin. I know I'm looking forward to, you know, checking you out, checking you out this this spring, watching you come play. Uh, so, what do these next couple of weeks look like for you, Casey? Uh, these next couple of weeks, obviously, back to home, back home for the break, and then mm-hmm. um, spend time with the family. Obviously, just keep working out and uh, training because we have a Bronco when we report <laughs> back January 3rd. So keep running. That's yeah, exactly. Just keep working out. But yeah, we um, we report back January 3rd here. Um, we spend the week here in Austin and then we we're actually going to we're actually traveling to San Diego for a preseason uh, for the for these next three weeks in January. So that'll be exciting. Um, I'm excited to play some MLR teams for preseason and then kick off the MLR season in February against the Dallas Jackals February 3rd. So excited for that. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's good times ahead, ahead of me. So can't wait for that. Where, where is that Dallas game? Um, it will be here in Austin. Man, I might have to make the trip down for that one. It's a yeah, lot of Raptors boys playing in that. Raptors reunion, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will make it out for an Austin match this spring, uh, Casey, I promise. So I'll hit you up yeah. down there. You got to show me a good time. Show me where absolutely. to get tacos and, and barbecue and all that good stuff. I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Casey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Colton. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Casey McDermott Vi. I know I certainly did. Like I said, I'm going to miss seeing Casey around every day, but I know he's going to do some big things down in Austin, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. So keep your eye on him. He's got you know all the ability and the skill and the work ethic and everything else you know, to have a good season, and I know that he will. So thank you, Casey, for coming on. Like I said, hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, we'll go ahead and jump into the required reading portion of the show now. So this, this is going to be a little different one. This is something that probably came across your timeline anyway if you're buried in your phone like I was over these last couple of days. Um, But Eric Duchel's Instagram post is this week's required reading. Um, It's entitled, What is a Sabbatical? So Eric Duchel, obviously, if you saw the news, he's stepping away from rugby, I think, for the year um, just to get his body right and get his mind right and focus on some other stuff. And he wrote a nice long Instagram post about it. It's about as long as an article, so I thought it would thought it'd be a good fit right here. But it's good. It's a good read. Um, just you know, talking about what a sabbatical is and and why it's kind of weird that that people kind of look down on it and that this should be something that's more common, I guess, in sports and just in life in general. Um, so I thought it was pretty fitting for New Year's. You know, a lot of people are are doing stuff and making commitments to themselves to better themselves and they're going about it all these different ways. So I thought that this post kind of embodied that, this whole New Year's thing. 
Um, and I would encourage everybody to go check it out and read it because uh, it's a good perspective and it's something that we should consider more often. You know, just even for us, we don't have to be pro rugby. We don't have to be beasts like Eric Duchelle, um, but we can take care of ourselves in the same way. And it's important, right? It's a long year. You got to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to make sure that you're performing at your best ability, whether that be in your job, your relationship, your personal life. Um, and Eric does a good job of kind of encapsulating that. So I will put the link to Eric's Instagram post in the article that houses his podcast like I do every week. And like I said, it's an Instagram post. So maybe if you don't usually do this, this one should be a little more um, easy. Maybe it's not as intimidating. It's more bite-sized. You'll probably be on Instagram anyway, right? So just pop on over to Eric's feed, check it out, give him a follow, toss him a like, say that the DNVR Rugby Podcast sent you there. Uh, hopefully he'll get a kick out of that. So hope you enjoy that. We'll go ahead and close the show with the loop. I've been saying this for months. I know I have. I'm sorry, um, but the COVID didn't help. So keep your eyes peeled for this piece I've been working on for a while. I swear it's almost done. I'm working through it. I'm still gathering the stuff, but my interviews are done. Uh, once you once it comes out, I hope everyone likes this. I've hyped this up so much, I'm scared it's going to let people down now. But uh, I hope you enjoy it when it does finally come out. It's been fun to work on. At least it's been fun to work on for the four months I've been working on it. Um, but I hope you like it. I'm, I think people will. It's kind of a different perspective on stuff. Um, and I'm going to get it done soon, I promise, the next week or two. Uh, but the COVID certainly didn't help. Uh, but it will be done soon, I promise. Uh, other than that, I've been really working hard these last couple of months, or these last couple of weeks, I should say. Um, I was looking at kind of what I did leading into 2021, so the tail end of 2020. And I really kind of shut it down for those couple of weeks. This last year, I took that approach to not do that. I wanted while it was kind of quiet. I figured that was a better time to get interviews. So I really did work hard uh, to bank quite a few interviews. I probably have a good eight or nine in the bank, you know, that we can roll out over the next few weeks. I guess that would kind of get us into February and March. Um, but it's been, it was cool. I got to talk to a lot of different people that I don't usually get to talk to kind of all over the rugby landscape. Um, and it'll be people people that people know, people that people are familiar with for sure, have seen play and all that good stuff. But I got some behind-the-scenes people as well. Of course, so, some different Raptors that I haven't got the chance to talk to as well. Um, and a lot of these guys have gone to sign for different teams. So I have a nice blend of of interviews for the to kick off the new year. Uh, it's been it's been fun to work on. Like I said, even when I was starting to feel bad, I, I banked two interviews over the phone. So even last week when I, like I said, I wanted to put out a podcast, I was still grinding, getting some interviews, so got some good stuff for everybody to start off the new year. I'm excited for everyone to hear it, and I'm just going to kind of try to keep it rolling. This is the first week in a few months I haven't done an interview just from the COVID, trying to get fully healed, trying to let my voice come back and all that stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll get back you know, get back on it next week, and I'll keep trying to find some, some cool people to talk to. So I hope you enjoy be sure to follow along with everything we've got going on at DNVR Rugby on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. Uh, that's my show for the week. Hope you enjoy. Hope you had a great week. Hope you had a happy new year. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy all the matches this weekend, and I'll catch you all back here next week.